Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 254 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan, joined as always by worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, everyone. Sir John was here and then uh, well, I guess I ran out of bourbon. Um, I'm sure I he'll be back. I don't know if he just ran to the store and he's going to be back or. Uh, uh, Scotty from the block is with us again. Hey, everybody. And we've also got uh, our special guest from the evening, our three brothers from the Amity Project. We have, uh, let me make sure I, I say this right. So we have Brother Jeremy, and then we have Brother Michael. Is it Mike or Michael? I didn't ask. Either or is fine. Michael, Mike. And Wait Brother Joseph, also from Amity. Greetings. Uh, so at the risk of having far too many nerds packed into one video conference... Um, you guys are, you guys are, are all of you software developers or is one of you the sales guy? <laughs> so I am the software developer. Ah, okay. Um, that makes one of us. They all got faces <laughs> for sales. I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> good looking bunch here. Says the guy with the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> makes me qualified. Well said. <laughs> so yeah, gentlemen, we're uh, we're a little surprised to uh, to have an outfit of your caliber uh, reaching out to our our little podcast here in the dark corners of the South Gate. Um, but welcome, and why don't why don't you tell uh, our listeners who may not be familiar because some of them are you know Irishmen from the hills of Pennsylvania and don't have internet. Don't ask how they're listening to a podcast. Uh, what your what your project is and and what it is you guys are famed for. Don't all jump take that one. Yeah, don't all jump at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, so uh, we're we're the developers of of the Amity app, uh, and basically what we're doing is connecting Masons throughout the world. Um, it's certainly grown since four years ago. But we are connecting Masons now in, in over 225 grand jurisdictions throughout the world. Uh, and, you know, it's just been an enormous feat, uh, a great Masonic education. And we're just happy to be here and serving the craft. We're happy sure. to have you. I, uh, I had used your application a long time ago. Um, I got a new phone because... That's what happens now. Nobody keeps phones for more than a couple of years. And uh, honestly, gentlemen, I, I didn't get around to uh, reinstalling until this week. You guys have done a lot. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? <laughs> a lot. I've been playing yeah. with it since uh, the podcast started. The app, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're not, even, we're not even close to being finished. 
<laughs> Scotty, you were that kid in high school that was like doing his math homework at the beginning of class, like trying to get the last numbers on as they're collecting the papers. That's- I got a C minus with that though. That's, so. That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, you know, D is for diploma, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this application is, uh, well, I mean, just, just the Masonic directory, it's been attempted before. Uh, there've been other apps, there've been paper publications and it's always, always just, it's been a nightmare with grand lodge recognition and non-recognition. And then, Somebody decides that they they want to let their their homophobic card fly, and then there's more jurisdictions changing. And it's how how did you guys build that to begin with? Like the lists, not necessarily uh, you know, the data details, but just where'd you get the info? It, it's been it's been a lot of uh, yeah. You've probably seen that cat meme with the cat going like this. Yeah. you know, like that's it's been a lot of that. Um, we spent a lot of time early on just really talking to people and, and, uh, and typing it all in and, and building a system that could, that could show it. You know, I, I, I joke around and say, Michael's the most famous Mason in the world. Uh, because every time, you know, we get somebody new to sign up from, you know, random country X, uh, he's the one that calls the grand lodge and goes, so, uh, I'm an American and I've got this app and they're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> right. Um, you know, but it's it's been conversations like that, uh, you know, that that really have over the past four and a half years built a lot of trust and um, and let people realize that hey, we're we're doing this for Masons. You, you can't get to it if you're not a Mason, and and I think that's gone a long way to helping people believe that that we're actually going to secure it, and it's it's worth putting in a system like this. Right, and then the I mean, you guys have the the geo coordinate stuff going where you know the lodges that are near me and when they're meeting and I mean that, that info, I guess where I'm going, that, that info changes daily somewhere. Some lodge is changing its meeting date or its location or closing or a new lodge is being chartered or, you know, one of the three grand lodges in France has decided not to recognize someone else. And just three. I mean, are, are you, yeah. Are you guys dealing with, any of that like if i am if i'm traveling in well i don't where would i travel i don't know if i'm in germany somewhere and your app tells me five grand lodges that's not fair yeah yeah Yeah, that's a tough one right and your app tells me that you know there's a lodge meeting over here on on the corner from where my hotel is tomorrow night like is is it making any effort Mm. to know that that my jurisdiction does or doesn't recognize that grand lodge or, or are we to that level of precisely precisely that's exactly what amity will do and actually amity now it's it's really been a, a, an incredible work in progress because you know over the years we've continued to grow i mean now i think we have something like 90 jurisdictions that we have you know secure apis with that are able to actually coordinate a lot of these updates where it's taking a lot of effort away from administrators and, and grand lodges and, and the problem of this not happening in the past. So little by little, we continue to have another grand lodge that says, wow, I can't believe we can use this. And they get on board and, and we just have some new things coming, coming down the road that um, are just really going to continue to build in this protocol. That's what we saw. We saw that there was a giant elephant in the room and there was the internet and nobody wanted to talk about it. And Jeremy yep. and I did. And, and, and that's where we are today. 
I mean, and, you know, let me let me toss in a in a quick plug. You know, from a from an ease of use perspective, uh, you know, Scotty, maybe you've seen this already for the five minutes you've been using the app. But you know, if I if I show you the app, right, uh, a little hard to see with the with the lighting, but um, you know, just clicking on the lodge of the day at the top, right, brings you to that lodge, which is in this case in North Carolina. Um, let me see if I can get a better view of this. Uh, but right below the images is the name of the lodge and the name of the Grand Lodge, and you can tap that, and that'll actually load the recognition status of your Grand Lodge. And my case, it's DC in North Carolina. You can kind of see it. It's you know bilateral recognition there. Um, so you know That's if cool. you're standing right in front of a building that has a square and compasses on it. It's as simple as saying, look near me, find the one that's, you know, zero miles away from you and, and tap on it and tap on the recognition. And, uh, and you can find out whether or not you're able to walk in the door. Okay. That's, wow. I mean, that, I'm just, so we were talking before the show about my previous life as a developer and my, my head is whirling at just, just how, how would you even model that with the the crazy things that happen with recognition uh, print hall here in the United States comes to mind. Um, the, the plethora of jurisdictions that have very odd relationships with Prince hall, like our own jurisdiction recognizes the Prince hall grand lodge here and the one in the district of Columbia, but none of the other ones, but then the Prince hall grand lodge here does the same, but in reverse. And, and and that seems you know tame compared to some of the tales I've heard about recognition and the way it it tangles all over itself in other places. I mean, is it you guys? So, so really, not a simple so there, end to end model, right? The beauty is everybody takes care with, of it themselves. Oh, sorry, Jeremy. Totally. Yeah. No, it's all good. I was just going to say though to, to add to your to your to your your pain, and I'll I'll let the location be nameless. But there is a state in a country. Uh, out there that has two separate grand lodges that don't recognize each other, uh, and the brothers. So the brothers can't talk to each other at the lodge level, but they all go to the same Scottish Rite meeting, right? So riddle me that. Oh, so appendant bodies. I saw that that you guys are working on that, and that's that's just going to be, yeah. <laughs> I how and, how's and it you're, going? You're right, it's me. absolutely a modeling problem. I mean, at the end of the day, though, what what we decided is, look, the, there's too much. Well, I, I'm going to watch my language. There's too much administrative crap that goes on, you know, between lodges and grand lodges and even brothers that we rely on paper and pencil for, right? There's no reason that something like the relationship between two grand lodges has to be documented with a pencil, right? So all we said is if, if the center of your Masonic world starts with you, how can we show you your viewpoint on the rest of the world? Hmm. Admirable calls. I'll, I'll definitely give it uh, give it some field testing for you. At least you know when the apocalypse. <laughs> sure find some bugs. Yeah, when the apocalypse is over and I get back on the road. Um, yeah, it could be. I'm interested to see how that plays out, uh, especially out in uh, you know out in far western Pennsylvania, <laughs> where we happen to hang around. Um, you know some of those. There's lodges that don't even have addresses out here. Like the address is just a series of directions in the boxes. Like, did, did you guys actually go look that up on Google Maps and get the the GPS coordinates for them? 
Yeah. That's- yeah. A lot came from websites. A lot came, from, you know, from, from all different sources. And, and now it's really coming from the brethren. We actually get sometimes updated from brothers of the lodge because, you know, they're just so excited to, to write into us. Um, and then we update, you know, information that way. Um, it's really important just to share that each Grand Lodge uses Amity to the extent of how they want to use Amity. So we have some jurisdictions that are using it for all sorts of newer technology. You know, here in our jurisdiction, we're, we're using Amity as a, a free digital dues card. So now, you know, if you don't bring your dues card, you can actually pull up Amity and they can check in real time. Uh, and, and we have our, our QR, uh, you know, codes on the actual card as well, the physical card. But let's say you leave that at home, we can actually check in real time if you're in good standing. And we all know, I mean, years ago, our, our modes of recognition are what have changed going from that to certificates to now actually having secure systems that can actually take care of it in real time. So, it, you know, it is an important thing that, that most of the craft uh, – you know, we'll certainly be dealing with at some point or another. So uh, we're we're here. No, as a as a lodge secretary, I could deeply appreciate that vision. Um, I mean, we're we're still moving from fountains to ballpoint pens out here, but uh, we I am the weirdo that's always trying to jam technology around, and there's a lot of resistance, but it does make things a lot easier. I mean, Bruce, could you imagine? Yeah, I'll tell you if, what, uh, if the Tyler just scanned people's dues card or, you know, I mean, it's like, it's a great, idea. I'm just, I'm my Tyler can't even work. I don't want to say thermometer, but I'm just, I don't, I, I'm afraid it may dilute the hand to hand aspect of the fraternity. Oh yeah. Well, we are never ever friends. saying to, 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 to take that away, like a trying of a brother or, I mean, we come from both of our lodges are from 1760 and 1789. I mean, we, yeah. we are very serious about our ritual, very serious about the secrecy of the order and, you know, nothing should ever replace that. But like Jeremy was saying, there's a lot of systems that actually can, can be more efficient, yeah. which is what we're interested in, in helping with. Oh yeah. Like I, I was thinking the same thing, like the not so much trying a, a new brother as much as <clears throat> I don't I don't know if someone's dues are paid up like they. Right. Right. They show up with their dues card and it's from last year. But, you know, their jurisdiction uses a different fiscal calendar than ours does. And so like, I, I don't I don't keep track of that. It, it exactly. would be great to just know, like, yeah, I believe you were a Mason, but are your dues paid? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. I, I had that, you know, I, I live in a different state than what my jurisdiction is, and I wanted to attend Lodge. So all I had to do was take out my dues card. They were able to scan the QR code on the back and be able to see that I'm a Mason in good standing. But that didn't That's stop awesome. from someone having to also try me and ensure that I am a Mason. You know, we're, we're definitely not trying to, to circumvent that at all. But it's kind of, um, you know, almost like two-factor authentication. You know I'm yes. in good standing, right. and you know that I can be properly tried. And, and just uh, in case you thought maybe I looked all this up on the internet before, here's a, here's a thing you can just double-check with. Oh, wow. So, well, Jill, as a security guy, let me, let me toss in, too. Like, I bet you could probably Photoshop yourself a good dues card, right? So one of the yeah. nice things about, <laughs> about a system like Amity is, great, it pulls up, and it's actually got your, your picture on it. So you know... I'm not walking in with, with Michael's dues card or well, Joseph's dues card. 
Our dude's cards are incredibly hard to forge. Do you know how hard it is to get your hands on an old tractor feed ribbon printer? <laughs> like, like that's like nation state level uh, replication to to recreate yeah. our dues cards. One of the things it has done uh, in in some of the areas is actually get people to pay their dues because we all know there's those secretaries that just keep giving out the cards because they don't have the heart to kind of, you know, have the conversation sometimes with people and, and make them make a decision. And what it's done is people are contacting sometimes these grand secretary offices time and again, where do I pay my dues? And they're like, listen, you got to contact your secretary. But, you know, it's gotten people to be more engaged because it's something that they can use all the time and be proud of it all the time. So that's kind of what we're excited about. Yeah, no, we, we – so there's definitely some work to be done around here in our area about uh, spreading the word about this. Um, I, I regret, brothers, I haven't been doing that already, but I – like I said, I checked in quite a while back and then had kind of just slipped my mind. Uh, but this is – I mean, this is great stuff. This is uh, – oh, the the – where was that going – uh, not just the dude's card aspect, but the uh, – sorry, just had a complete brain melt. Um, well, while you're thinking, I'll jump in real quick. You know, one of the things that I'll say, you mentioned earlier, you know, you'll give it some feed te- field testing when, uh, when we all get back on the road. One of the things that we're super excited about, you know, Michael mentioned earlier, we've sort of got the ability to crowdsource information about lodges and photos of lodges and things like that. And we now have, you know, thousands of lodges that we've got pictures for so you know you can be sitting on on your couch quarantining uh, and still traveling the world and obviously you're not visiting lodge right but you know we've been able to because brothers are uploading their own photos you know you're getting stuff in amity that you don't see on the internet right uh, because people know that it's private it's for masons and it's not going to get shown to non-masons right so so they're in a safe space they're using that and, and, you know, we're super excited to be able to just help you see what you would maybe never see. Like, okay, great. I'm, I'm visiting, you know, virtually a, a lodge in Japan and, and checking out the photos there, you know, um, and, and maybe even going to a Zoom meeting at some point. But uh, that's, that's, I think, a really cool aspect, even in quarantine, of, of what Amity can do to sort of keep people engaged with, with global Freemasonry. Somewhere, somewhere safe to publish the photos when our chaplain shows up wearing the giant goat head. That's that would be. That we would try be and stay away at the moment from photos with people in them, just because we, you know, we don't know who's authorized that. But yeah, you yeah, know, you're you're going in the right direction. <laughs> I would just like to point out, Harlan. I just looked up. Uh, I'm on the app, and I just looked up podcasts. We're at the top of the best podcasts. Well, so that's uh, that's <laughs> hey, oh, Harlan. Harlan, the top. I know, and it, it's clearly because of our... How long did you have to scroll down, Scott? Nope. No, we're really at the top, but it's... Oh, actually, it may yeah. It may not be an alphabetized list. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the current version. It's, well, it's, just, it's the most current. Just shows up with A After Lodge right. podcast. Uh, yeah. uh, we'll just change our name to the uh, underscore <laughs> After Lodge. Yeah. No, that's oh the passport was where I was going. So, um, I could dream of a day maybe when my son finally takes the secretary's jewel from my heavy heavy laden shoulders, uh, like thirty years from now. Bruce is ready to do that, it now. Shut your mouth. Really? <laughs> so, um, 
those those Masonic passports, our jurisdiction's really big on the little paper. They they look like one of those like day planners that were really hip in the nineties. You know, like the little checkbook things. That's and exactly where we got the idea. And I stamp, I stamp so many of those, and then you're chasing down the master while he's trying to entertain visitors or make sure dinner's going okay or whatever it is the master does. And then I'm running back and forth because I need him to sign something else. Or I'll, my favorite part's when the meeting starts and I finally got them all together and they're all sealed and signed and so on. And then you go to get them back to who they belong to, but people don't put their names in them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's there's one thing to be said that like like with the app, it gives you all the information you need at your fingertips. But it's another thing with those passports. I mean, that's something that once you fill it up, you just put it on a shelf and then maybe like, you know, after you die, your grandson finds and says, oh, well, I'm going to retrace his steps or or something like that. That's kind of like a keepsake. But I, I totally I, like, I wouldn't want to get rid of those passports just because we have an app like this. Your secretary disagrees. Ask him. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pay our secretary. Too, so. You know, as as a former, as a, a reformed, I'll say, um, secretary myself. You know, one of the original purposes uh, that that we came up with Amity for. I mean, I spent. Look, so I was the secretary in D.C. Right, and and so we get visitors like you wouldn't believe. There's already always somebody yeah. coming in to to see their embassy, and they're in town, and they want to come visit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would take me an hour every time I did the minutes just cause I'm a little OCD and uh, you know, to, to who was there, you know, I said it, Michael, you know, a who little. Was there, what's the order? <laughs> are you, are you a right worshipful, a wrong worshipful, a left worshipful? Like what's your jurisdiction yeah. say? Like, let me try and decipher your freaking handwriting on the visitor's card, you know? And, and the fact that you can now go into Amity, people check into a meeting and as a secretary, you click a button and it emails you the roster. Like, Yes. That's super. You know, that was that was where we came from and said this shouldn't be hard. No, you know? like I could be spending my time on something more useful than administrivia. <laughs> like stamping dues cards. Um, <laughs> so uh, there, there's obviously the, the ramp up time that's still needed, especially as you get out into more rural jurisdictions for, you know, adoption of the app. It kind of works like any sort of social media thing where it, it snowballs, I guess, in given areas like, you know, more guys use it and that makes more guys use it. But what about in the, in the interim? So for a lodge secretary, that's well in my position where, you know, there, there might be 10 guys around that are, that are running this app. How can I make use of some of that feature set without, without, everybody in the lodge well having a smartphone let alone you know using the app on it uh it, do you guys offer like like an api that that can be hooked into for the way i do my own things or or is there is there support i guess otherwise for you know partial use of the app like if i print that roster it's going to tell me everybody that checked in but I would then still have to go and pair that up with the physical signatures and uh, same thing with the, with the, the dues checking. That's only for grand lodges that you've built an automated interface with. There's no, like if uh, Michael, you're the one that does verifications of people from new jurisdictions. 
For uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, we have multiple ways of doing that. Um, you know, we work with other jurisdictions that don't have automated systems, and there we have like Grand Lodge administrators and lodge okay. administrators. So that's how we would normally take care of that. And usually we, you know, we make contact with the Grand Lodge through an official means where we know, you know, okay, this is the right person that we're talking to. And now we're giving them authority. And and it takes that that time to build that relationship. We never rush sure. into it because you want to make sure that the right person has that oversight. I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is if, if somebody does have the app and I've verified them as in good standing in the app, even though I know my jurisdiction's probably not automated with you guys, let alone has an administrator. We'll talk about that after the show, but um, if say, somebody's verified up, that I can, you. I can rely on it. Um, is that, is that like a safe assumption to lodge secretaries out there? If somebody has the app and someone's verified in the app, you can, mostly rely on that absolutely yeah, so, so i would say yeah, a great a, deal we're, we're using what i would call it a stoplight right red yellow green mm-hmm. um or gray is unknown but you know we we try and be really clear about the fact that this isn't our data right so so if it's green or if it's red that comes from the grand lodge and we can do that in almost 100 jurisdictions now um, and, and actually this is, this is something new, you know, you can call this a, an announcement on the after lodge podcast. We're just around the corner from finishing up our integration with about 20 Prince Hall grand lodges. Um, so we're, we're stoked about that. Um, but awesome. you know, if, if we can't get information from your grand lodge, it'll be yellow and you can tap on it and it'll say, well, you know, this brother's secretary verified him on such and such a date, but we couldn't confirm it in real time. So check his dues card too. So is, is okay. that just his name matched up with their name in the database. I mean, like have, have y'all had instances of somebody either pretending to be somebody else or maybe just putting in a random name and Hey, that name's in the database. So they're in. So no, we, we use, we use several different data points um, from uh, grand lodge member number to name to email address um, you know, and, and there are a few other fields depending on which Grand Lodge system we're integrating with, okay. um, you know, but it's in order for you to have an Amity account, for example, you have to verify that you own your email address to start with. Right. Nope. And it's yeah. pretty unlikely that you're going to know somebody's member number, name, email address and have access to their email gotcha. in order to be able to spoof who they are. Right. Like when I signed up, I, I had to pull my member number off of my dues card uh, and I mean, in our jurisdiction, Bruce, when, when you get on the Grand Lodge website for they have a members area, the yeah. only verification they do is actually less than what these guys are doing, where it's, right. you know, your name has to match the dues card number that's on your dues card that's in their database. And they just, which was frustrating for me when I signed up, because apparently my record at the Grand Lodge was spelled incorrectly somehow <laughs> i bet we've had a couple of those which we've had a couple yeah it's really odd because i administer our database and my name's correct there i guess they took a snapshot of it or something i don't know how it happened i i called them and they finally figured it out um and one of the running jokes on the show is that i spell my name wrong consistently anyway my parents spelled <laughs> it wrong when i was born yeah um, no wonder i'm looking for you i'm not sure if it's you it's an ae thing isn't it 
<laughs> we'll talk about that after the show too. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, we, we used to do jokes in the show notes where we would just alternate the last vowel in my name, like just through the whole set of vowels, like on each different time my name was mentioned. Um, yeah, my, my, we're from a very rural area and my parents are too. And so spelling just isn't, it's not that big of a deal out here. Okay. You, you spell it how it sounds. Uh, we're, we're not you know, uppity like the French and just have spurious letters that never get pronounced all over the place. <laughs> so, As we can. Me, I'm trying to figure out if, if, if he, if he knew how much of a joke he was making there, what do you think guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll leave that alone then. Wait, so what, I, I haven't touched, French? promise you I won't be insulted though, Arlen. <laughs> so to be fair, I haven't, I was I was an early adopter in 2018, the year I was master of my lodge, and then there was some drama that popped up where we hadn't met you guys or anything like that with the app. Now that you guys are uh, confirmed to be on the up and up, I'm trying to actually figure wait, out. Wait, 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 wait! There, I, mean, I should hope they're confirmed. Being on the After yeah. Lodge podcast does not confirm <laughs> you as being on the up and up. Quite the opposite. We're, we're on the and, down and down. We are bold and desperate yeah. characters, sir. In our in our book, I get so it still has me down in my for my lodge as being the master of the lodge, and I'm trying to change that. But there's like, it's not easily you be able done. to change that up in the top right hand corner where where your profile is. Go in there into your Masonic profile, uh-huh. and so one of the things out of many requests. We've recently added plural memberships and also Grand Lodge memberships in a way to separate all of that and then hopefully getting the right honorific from your jurisdiction according to those offices. So if you go in there, you can go ahead and add any other, any other offices or positions that you've had, um, and you should be able to do that there as well as if you've ever held any Grand Lodge positions. So, so I, am, so in- I, I hold a Grand Lodge position as a committeeman, but that's not on here. Well, you have to right. Yeah, we we right now we're we basically have the I'll say the elected officers. Um, gotcha. So so just to be clear, you should when you are looking at your memberships in, in your profile under the Masonic section, um, uh-huh. you should see like a little a little circle icon on the right hand side of the card, just yeah. above the member number. And if you tap that, it should it should load what's in the system, and you can just add a new position. Okay. And so basically, you know, depending on what it is, I mean, most most people, when they they leave the East, they become, you know, not an officer, basically. Um, right. But, you know, obviously we we keep your your status as a worshipful brother, et cetera. Oh, it stays yeah. worshipful brother. Yeah, because most uh, jurisdictions. Depending on the jurisdiction. Yeah, most jurisdictions right. do that. And I don't think our jurisdictions. So, Scotty, we're we're the oddballs in that case where. No, no, actually, we've always done it. Well, I mean, you're, we're you're, the oddball compared to other Masonic jurisdictions. You're, you're uh, in good. Uh, you're in good company with uh, with the folks down in Texas. Yeah, our uh, our titles drop with the office unless you're a past Grand Master. Uh, nobody yeah. else keeps their title beyond the time that they're there, uh, which I I like. I actually wish the Grand Master was the same way. Um, it seems nice that when you're not serving in the job, you well, then you don't. Nobody has to remember because otherwise you're, you're in a lodge full of 40 guys and they're all most worshipful Bob. And you're, you're like, 
Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds really Masonic to me. I don't know why that would be a good thing. <laughs> it doesn't really, it doesn't, what, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like what, what's a, what's a distinction if everyone has it all the time? Like it's, if you're referring to, to the worshipful master, it should, there should just be one in the room. Like it, it's just that guy. There is only one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's also a really interesting debate about about aprons, right? You know, a lot of a lot of lodges, I would venture to say most, you know, have aprons for their officers. But in reality, you could make the argument that you know we should just be wearing our white aprons that maybe we were raised with, you know, or or, or whenever we it, it is that we got it, and then wearing a collar temporarily. Yep. You know, but if you're not in the office, you take off the collar. You're still you're still the guy wearing the apron, right? Yeah, we're we're singing from the same sheet of music. That's um, but I I do appreciate our hear my voice. Our jurisdiction is uh, is is better than some. Um, and even the titles are a little keyed down here. Like uh, a district deputy is is still just worshipful. Uh, I, I remember traveling. Down, I guess I was in Florida. The year I was district deputy and they, I mean, they rolled out the red carpet, man. There was like a, a fan, the marshal led me in with the baton and their, uh, their right imminent worshipful so-and-so or what I was, what, what is all this? I'm just a district deputy. Well, the show was a lot bigger back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. So no, that's, I had noticed that too. Was the uh, the title that was attached? I was like, oh, I'm I'm not any of those things, but that's all right. I'll save that for for feedback later. And we are changing that, and 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 it's just a, it was an easier process to do it this way at first, and and understandably that's why we broke it up because there are so many different offices in so many different jurisdictions. There's a great architect or the grand architect in Scotland, you know, I mean, so like the list would have just been on and on and on. And that wouldn't have been good from a UI perspective. Which, so which way are you going to go with that? Are you going to, so, cause this I'm is going to call myself grand degree. architect just for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, you are the, uh, the software architect, right? You could, there you go. Yeah, sure. that. So vis-a-vis matrix reference, are you going to yeah. go with, with the local jurisdiction? So, if we're if you're going to honor different jurisdictions particular way of doing titles is it if somebody comes and visits my lodge and they're they're a grand purple people eater from Minnesota for instance and it, would the app show me the appropriate title for their office from my jurisdiction since they're visiting me or would it be from theirs it'd be from theirs because that's the title that they actually hold Right. So, so okay. right now we have the ability, and, and we're still tweaking it because, as you've said, the lists are, are different across every Grand Lodge. So we're sort of learning as we go. But we, we have a correlation between Grand Lodge, office, and honorific. And, and so that, that, that combination is what determines, you know, kind of what, what you get called in the app. Okay. Well, as we all know, in Masonry, uh, titles are quite important. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of wondering how you guys. That's why we uh, have two step Harlan. I got I got to get Nick Johnson to show me his, his a screenshot from his his view of the app. Like I want to see just how many of his dues call. Well, you're not doing appendant bodies yet. Um, that's going to be Coming interesting. Are, are you are you working on like the major rights first and then kind of going from there? Or are you really going to try to support the 
you know, 70,000 York Rite invitational bodies that are out there and why not? The tall Cedars of Lebanon and the. We actually just talked uh, to the, some of the Tall Cedars guys this okay. weekend. And uh, we just got the, the Grotto on board. We've got High 12 on board. Um, obviously, we're working mm-hmm. with, uh, with the Scottish Rite and, and uh, you know, a number of the York Rite bodies. But yeah, we're, you know, I mean, if, if the Grand Bung wants to call <clears> us up and uh, add sure. the Ancient Order of Corks, that's entirely possible. More importantly, how are all of Nick Johnson's titles going to fit on one phone? Like you guys are going to have to like down and down and down to see his name. It's going to be Nick Johnson who gets to use near me more than anyone, and that's the whole basis of it. It's 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 wanting to see what's around you pertaining to masonry, you know, and that can lead to a whole number of different things. You know, wouldn't you want to know going into a town that this place? might be run by a mason. You know, you might want to go do business there. So these are all sorts of things that we're continuing to add to the whole near me uh, part of Amity. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. It's going to be an endeavor, but we're up for the challenge. Definitely ambitious of the idea of of what it could become. So do you let Clandies on this, or is this only regular masonry? (laughs) That's a great question. That is. Yes. You're on here. No. So, so actually, you know what? I, I, yeah, right. You're in here, right? Um, so, so I want your guys' opinion on this because uh, we've been having this debate, and we've gotten a lot of opinions from a lot of different people. Um, I'll, I'll use I'll use Italy as an example, right? There are two Grand Lodges in Italy. Uh, most of American Grand Lodges recognize one. Most of European Grand Lodges recognize another one. Yep. So, if you're sitting in England with an Italian Mason, you probably don't recognize it, right? Yep. Which is awkward all in and of itself. But based on that, what we're able to do is if you go to Rome and stand in front of a building with a square and compass on it, if that actually exists, because they're a little bit more secretive there. But, you know, you, you can you can pull open Amity and see, can I go in this building? So from that perspective, it's super useful to know, hey, these guys are there and I can't visit them versus pulling open the app and going, well, I see a square and compass in front of me. Why can't I understand what's going on? Right. So. You know, on the one hand, a lot of folks say if we look at the more uh, esoteric, probably not the right word, but the more, uh, you know, out of the ordinary Grand Lodges, uh, a lot of people say, we, we, you know, we want to have nothing to do with them. They shouldn't be anywhere near regular Masons. Um, and then, you know, the other argument is, well, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. If we know who they are, then we can say, great, you know, don't worry about embarrassing yourself by by trying to walk in and, you know, and assert your membership. I think, I Um, think that's the better approach. More, more information is, is always better. Like I'd rather know. um, Yeah, I I, I see Harlan's point. Uh, There's, there's two things, uh, two sides of that coin, really Um, from the grand poobahs in our neck of the woods uh, they pretty much have said, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? Um, a lot of that has a lot to do with, like, uh, I know a brother that went to a lodge from here. He went to a lodge in California, and right after the meeting, there was a cooler put on the cafeteria table full of beer. And he goes, oh, we're not supposed to do that in the lodge. He goes, we do that here. So he did that there, right? I wouldn't fly here. Um but on the other hand, you do have Clandy Lodges out there that work like pyramid schemes. And that's something that I would want to know 
So I can just be like, all right, I don't want anything to do it. Have you guys seen the Illuminati books going around on Facebook and stuff recently? It's oh, we get invites all the time on our on our Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, really? It's, can I? Yeah. If I was yeah. if I was looking to ad pay, get paid on advertisement, we'd be doing pretty good probably yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I I imagine there there is some theoretical limit to which grand jurisdictions you you're going to stick in the app is is it the classic approach of you started with i guess a couple of grand lodges and then the grand lodge that you're adding needs to be recognized by some grand lodge that you've already added is that sort of the idea well yeah i mean so judging by what people use and we're talking about even our leadership right um you know the book has something the the older book has something like you know uh closer to 200 jurisdictions in there we have over yeah we have 300 you know and the truth is they're all recognized grand lodges in our jurisdiction you'll find a lot of times that even like going back to the whole prince hall issue there's a lot of jurisdictions that just have the, you know, well, if, if the regular Grand Lodge of that jurisdiction recognizes them, then we do. But a lot of times people aren't even keeping track of this. You know, it's not something that gets updated all the time. So they don't even really know. And, and, and it's, you know, it's kind of scary to say that in a way. The Grand Secretary who they recognize because he didn't know. Sometimes that does happen. And, and look, these guys are doing a phenomenal job with the tools that they have. You know, yeah. but the truth is, this is what we're facing. Now, with that said, we also believe, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we have this arena. We went with regular Grand Lodges. Why shouldn't some other, you know, uh, organization, so to speak, even be able to use a similar technology, so to speak? Right now, we're going to keep it obviously separate. But we believe that connecting people by their passions, like us as Masons, is really important. And it's, it's, it can really change the world to be a better place. And that's what we're excited. I'm sorry. Did I just understand this properly, that you're going to make a version of this app, but the Clandy edition? No, 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 no. Not the Clandy, but like, like we're all, you know, possibly speaking to other organizations, the Boy Scouts or, you know, other organizations that use similar, you know, technology to be able to, you know, help their, help their organization be in the new tech world that we're all in. That's I mean, cool. there seems to be a giant disconnect between, you know, members and and their leadership of jurisdictions in a lot of places. So this is something that we're really trying to fix, and and we've done it for Freemasonry. So we probably would would keep that with Amity, and um, you know, try to serve whoever else in in a similar fashion. The That's cool. Church of Scientology comes to mind. Is that you guys gonna no? They got I mean, it, it depends on if it depends on if they can format it in the way that we use our system, you know. But um, you know, at that point, hopefully, that's not something we have to worry about. At that point, have y'all uh, have y'all ever had a Grand Lodge say, "We don't want to be in your app. Take our stuff out of the system, or whatever." Absolutely, and I've had them come right back after you know shortly after too, and and. And, After and, looking at it and being like, "Oh, I do, y'all are like legit." Okay, never mind. We were just yeah. kidding before, huh? Well, and you know, the the other interesting thing is, I mean, most of these grand lodges, with with very few exceptions, um, you know, all the information's on the internet. Yep. You know, so so right. we're actually in a lot of ways securing the data. You know, I mean, I was I was in in That's New York in October, and, and the grand lodge had just gotten firebombed. 
right? Um, Wait, where was you know, it? I mean, the Grand Lodge in New York. New York. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, look, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that, like, we all need to go off the grid or anything, you know, like that. But, you know, we can't sit here and say, oh, well, the only way is sharing, you know, enough data on our secretaries to allow their, their identities to get stolen. You know, there are some things that only Masons need to see. There are some things that the public can see. And I think right now our, our general response has been, well, we don't know how to share it effectively, you know, with some here and some there. So we're just sharing everything with everybody. Hmm. You know, yeah. and, and I think we're trying to address that with Amity. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that'd be that could be helpful. Like I because I, I'm sometimes have a similar view of kind of wish our lodge wasn't just out there on Google Maps, but I don't have a problem with other Masons knowing like even if they're Masons from jurisdictions we don't recognize, like okay, that's fine. I'm still not worried about you guys firebombing the place. Um, whereas some of the crazies, religious fundamentalism is really big here. And, uh, we're, we're not exactly the most popular in, in some of those clubs. Um, we, oh, Bruce, do you remember the, the, uh, the big Manila envelope to, to save our souls from internal? Oh, I remember yeah, that. That was fun. Um, that was good. Yeah. We, we get that kind of stuff and it's like, you know, it'd be nice if like, whoever was doing that didn't just have to pop in Google and type Masonic Lodge and then just go from one to the next. They should have to do a little more work than that. Uh, Like, you know, pretending to be someone else on Amity. And then, you know, if they're willing to go through that kind of effort, all right, I'll, I'll scrape the, the which is even harder than I thought. So there you go. Yeah. Um, Um, People are always watching too. I mean, we get calls and and tickets all the time. Who's this person? Sure. There's been people, to sign up, you know, and just trying to log in and, and yep. we respond back kindly and tell them, sorry, mm-hmm. this is, you know, this, we don't think you're part of this organization and that's the one. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, the interesting thing too, though, is, I mean, it, you know, at least once a week we get people, either they reach out to us or sometimes they even sign up because they're trying to figure out how to join. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, so nice. it's not always a nefarious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, what the opportunity there is, is saying, okay, well, you know, we can put you in touch with your local lodge in a way that maintains security. We don't have to give away data in order to connect people, right? And, and that gets exactly to the heart of what we're talking about. Sharing is great, but oversharing can be just as challenging as undersharing, right? So how do you strike that right balance? Yeah. So we're, we're, not, we're not in the uh, 90s hipster hacker days of information wants to be free and we're just going to spew it out there. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Well, a lot of <laughs> grand lodges, I think they are, you know, and they're, they're trying yeah. to come to grips with the fact of, Hey, look, you know, maybe there are not always the intended consequences that we want. And in reality, what could be done is say, great, you know, what's your name? What city are you in? You know, tell us a little bit about you and we'll ship that to the secretary. And yeah. that then becomes the lodge's responsibility to say, Hey, I want to reach out to this person. And you get to vet them before you say, well, actually come find, you know, come find us and come see us in person. You know, yeah. that's different from just saying, well, you know, stop by your lodge at 730 on a Monday and, and knock on the door. And it's like, well, who did you just invite over? You know, what are they going to have in their back pocket? Yeah. Or why is he wearing that pillowcase on his head? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what about the, 
and you I, don't I'm have sure. to worry about that back pocket and these here parts. I'm sure you guys have uh, probably touched on this uh, on one of the other interviews, but you know, the, the gorilla in the room uh, with a project of this level of ambition and scale is uh, how do y'all pay him for this? <laughs> so, so what we're going for and it, you know, the short version is right now it's, it's, you know, a lot of it's coming out of our pockets. The nice thing is I'm a software developer. So, you know, my time, uh, you know, is not something that we've had to pay for. But, you know, the, the goal is we are working on connecting people. So the MSA Short Talk Bulletin, which you can currently buy in the app, is actually a perfect example of it. Um, you know, if you're familiar with the Masonic Service Association, they have a monthly bulletin mm-hmm. called, called the Short Talk Bulletin. Yep. And um, the MSC notes. Yep. yep. They, they send out 16,000 of them a month in, in paper. And between printing and mailing, it costs them about 50 cents per, per bulletin yep. to send out. Well, the, the subscription for that is 12 bucks. So half of the subscription is going to fulfillment. Now, if you buy it in Amity, you can get it for $9.99. So you get a 15% discount. Um, we get a little bit of a fee to cover our costs. And the MSA gets to keep the lion's share of the money. Right? And so at that point, we've used technology to improve everyone's stake. It's awesome. You know, it's like, it's like a perfect win. And, and effectively what it comes down to is, look, you're already paying these fees to PayPal to, you know, whatever it may be. Right. We're not suggesting charging more fees. We're suggesting pay a brother. And those, you know, those fees is what we expect to cover our costs as the system grows and we build in more things like that. Okay. Well, I could see like a premium uh, version of like a membership of the lodge wanted to use like a premium um, like <clears throat> features and that sort of thing uh, would be a good avenue to go down to because I mean like what five bucks a year for like a lodge and that adds up right. I mean sure. I'm just throwing a number sure. out there. I don't know how much it would be. The, but the reason I I asked that is less about prying into your business practices because. I really don't like when people question mine and more, more about the sustainability of it. Like I've, I've worked on large uh, labor of love software projects in the past. And then, you know, eventually you're likely to burn out. I mean, it might be 10 years from now. It might be 10 days from now, but like at some point you're just going to want to take a break. Um, and like what happens to the project if it's not like in a company that has some sustainable revenue and like someone else can be hired to carry it on and there's a million masons around the world that are dependent on it. Like, so I I was just curious. See Harlan, hold on. I can answer this. They have to get all of the lodges everywhere's current information before they can take a break. And that's never going to happen. So (laughs) we're good. There you go. I just uh, like because I've seen what you guys obviously deal with software a lot, too. I mean, considering what you're doing, like how many open source projects have you seen come and go that are just brilliant and like people get dependent on them? And then in the open source world, it's at least easier. Somebody forks it, picks it up and keeps running with it. But there have been companies that have done really cool things. Everyone gets dependent and then it just vanishes because it it wasn't it wasn't monetized yeah the right know, this is this is it's a big concern with some of the packages that we use and i mean you know i'm sure you you've seen it in, in your world it's like great we're gonna 
import this package to to fulfill this feature that we need because you know now we're in react native and it doesn't have everything in the in the core code base you know and one of the things we look at is hey how how long has it been since the last update is it being supported you know because we don't want to use stuff that's not been updated for three years or something like that um you know and i i think the the answer to your question is basically what what the first the first question you asked was which is if you know how are we supporting it and if we can if we can make it viable then we have the ability to continue it right um and right. you know our assessment is like for example i was just at chicago masonicon this past weekend um we're we're partnering up with esotericon and a few others to start supporting them for events you know and and as we build in different types of things that masons can do in the app you know hey i want to buy something from michael because michael makes a pin that i like you know what we're allowing is freemasons to support each other and if we can build that community we truly believe it's going to be big enough to pay the bills okay yeah no that sounds that sounds like a much better model than the usual approach that, well, we already covered the people falsely accusing you of monetizing data. Um, so that's, um, that, that's also the other reason to bring that up is for our listeners. Cause that's probably a lot of their immediate assumption. You know, when you see a, when you see a mobile app and it's free, that's, that's just where your mind immediately goes is, Oh, well, you know, I'm the product. Um, so totally. it's good to clarify that you guys, are, are taking a different approach. Um, uh, fellas, I'm, I'm, I'm sure by now we have some listeners who would prefer to just hand you all some money directly. How best should they do that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to throw you cash a, at us, a, a, uh, you know, maybe PayPal you want to or... Yeah, I, I believe actually, there was you know, a... I gotta, I, I gotta be honest, we're, we're not really looking for, for donations. You know, the, the best okay. thing that people can do for us is is spread the love. Tell people okay. about it. Sure. You know, use the app. That's that's what we're excited about, because the more people that get excited about it, you said it earlier, it's a snowball effect, you know? Yep. So the um, my year as master, the, I tried getting like... Back when I was master. <laughs> Everybody was thinking it. Everyone was thinking hey, when it. I, when right. I was master, we actually had meetings. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I had a, I had, so I merged two lodges and, um, the, the biggest problem I had was I had the older guys and I had the younger guys and the older guy, the younger guys, actually a bunch of them are actually already on the app. They may have not used it recently, but they're on there. Um, but, uh, the older guys would never use it. They don't have a smartphone. If they do, it's like one of the first iPhones that they have a protective case or whatever. Um, do you have a solution for the really just like the, the old grumpy past master that just refuses to do anything with technology? It, if someone like Harlan wants to use it in his everyday secretarial work. It took our lodge years to get the old guard just to use Slack. We, we incorporated Slack for the purposes of kind of instant messaging, getting everybody on the same page. And, oh, man, like eventually yeah. we got there. Everybody's on it now, but that was I mean, we, we've got a guy who, you know, has, I, I think he still has his daughter, like, print the the Slack summary that comes out at the end of the day for him. So, <laughs> wow. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever works. Like, because we don't, we don't do email. Like, we stopped, we stopped with the email because it was just, 
only thing I use email now for is is funeral notices, just because I try to hit every avenue possible. But we make it a point not to do any lodge business over email because people were getting left out. Somebody does a reply all. They forget to include somebody. We tried using a mailing list once, and it's not just the old guys that can't handle that. There's you know there's a lot of people that can't. And uh, we eventually went to Slack, and we people will figure it out. Like if everybody else is doing that, and there's just a couple of guys that they'll figure it out, uh, including if that means just. I'm never going to use a computer and I refuse and I'll die without ever having ever used one. But you know what? My daughter doesn't mind printing me off the, the Slack summary when it comes out in my email or her email. So well, the only, the thing that I kind of, that's kind of popped into my head a little bit, you know, they all signed the Tyler's book. Well, right now they don't due to COVID, but they, when they sign the Tyler's book, they have no problem doing that. Why? Uh, could there be a function in there, like you just set up, like the Lodge can set up a tablet and they can just like sign their name yep. or put a so code in or something? That's where I was going next was uh, uh, we've, well, we had something similar. We kind of got away from it because it wasn't being used anymore. But yeah, I set up a, I set up a Lodge terminal, like a, uh, like a kiosk that just reset itself when it was rebooted and um you know, had the right shortcuts to the the lodge website when that was still a thing that was being used regularly. Um, Slack, when we first started rolling it out, was up there. So somebody could come by the lodge and there, there was just a public computer we had set up in the corner of the dining room for people that wanted to check out whatever had been posted there. I could see something like that with, with you guys. That that might be a little more tricky. Um, but yeah, that's a cool idea to suggest. Like a, so, like so a I'll tell you what, you know, I, I, you know, we can take it even even a step further than that, right? Yeah. Um, what we've got now is the ability. So when the secretary goes in and views a meeting, um, you know, certainly the secretary could see whoever's checked in, right? But the secretary now, and and we're going to improve this in the next release, which is coming out in a week or so. Um, the secretary now can actually go into the meeting and add brothers, um, mm-hmm. and you know. On the one hand, they can add brothers that have already registered with Amity, but you can also add someone who is not registered with Amity just, you know, using their name. Um, and certainly, huh. you know, there's a step there to say, well, you know, I added you because you weren't registered and then you registered and, you know, we can link those accounts. Um, but, you know, it's exactly what we want to do is say, look, we know not everybody's going to have a phone. Eighty percent of Americans have a smartphone, but the other twenty are all Masons. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so we, we we have to support them. It's, yeah, them it's the uh, yeah, that's actually a that's actually a really good idea, though, Scotty. I hadn't thought of of a kiosk for the Tyler's register. That's a that's well, a now, different nowadays. I oh. mean, a thumb reader is even easier to do. When it comes to getting people, like I know some of the tinfoil hat, you know, grumpy past masters will never do that either. But yeah, I would oh, you, either. You don't do thumbprint. Well, no I do it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust my lodge secretary with having a copy of my thumbprint that's authenticatable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh well, um, you know, I yeah. mean, like literally, my phone, like the front-facing camera, it locks automatically, but it's automatically like reading my face and unlocking yeah, it. With but tricks. Your phone's been designed by very talented engineers to keep that, that type of data 
well yeah. under that. Well, my, my secretary is easy. Make it stupid easy for the old guys. Yeah. Is what I'm he, getting was, at. he was totally doing air quotes. It's fine. No, I mean, I, what I'm saying is they were doing a better job than your lodge secretary would. Like, you, you could presume that the engineers at Apple or Google, like, it's not foolproof, and they, there's sort of no good answers, really, to how to do that safely. But any of those people would be better than, than me having that kind of info stored somewhere for you. And for a well, thumbprint you know, reader to work, like, that data's got to be somewhere. Like, it has to know this is, this is Scotty's thumbprint. I do want to foot stomp that though, because we, we actually, you know, and this is something that you don't really see in the app, but we go well out of our way to sort of over secure things. Like I'll, I'll give you an example where we're just finishing up the, um, the ability to comment on, on posts. And, you know, one of the things that we're adding in there is, you know, the, the gift keyboard that you see in WhatsApp or wherever, right. You know, you can pick a GIF and, and upload it. Well, normally what happens in an app is when you go search for a GIF, you're sending your information directly to the company that is you're searching gifts with, right? And so they know where you know what device you're using, the the model of the smartphone, you know all this information about your phone. And the way that we've chosen to do that is we actually you send your data to us, and then we send it to the gift keyboard company. And what that does, it seems like a small thing, but that means everybody who uses Amity only shows up to the gift keyboard people as Amity. Yeah. Right. So so we're going out of our way to say, look, we're not going to let you, you know, expose who you are to some random company because mm -hmm. we don't feel that's appropriate from a security perspective. And so, you know, that's kind of why I, I tend to wear a tinfoil hat when it comes to that sort of stuff. But we want people to know we're not Facebook. You know, we're we're doing a better job than than most apps out there with with your data. But, you know, that's really good because a lot of times when you have um, there he is. maybe here in America, you won't you don't have the problem with people hiding their membership. But I know sometimes in England and overseas, they're hiding their membership more so because either the government or somebody doesn't like the fact that they're a Mason and they just want to keep it hidden for professional reasons or safety reasons or religious reasons. We, we actually have a member of my <laughs> lodge who who joined my lodge in DC when he's doing the missionary routine live right streaming now. is on. All right. I think we're we back a separate YouTube uh, stream for that. No, no, we, we're continuing the same stream. Ah, we're back. Sorry about the interruption folks. So just to finish uh, Tony has popped in with his headboard. Um, I guess he's <laughs> praying at the foot of his bed and we will wait for the chaplain to return, but uh, sorry. Anyway, Carry on, brother Jeremy. Yeah. No, it's all good. Just, just real quick to finish the thought. You know, we we've got that brother who who joined my lodge when you know in D.C. when he was posted at his embassy in D.C. So he's a foreigner, you know, and he's since gone to be posted in other countries. And every now and then we get a message from him going, "Hey, stop sending me mail. I can't get Masonic mail here." And then you know, a year later he'll say, "Hey, I got posted somewhere else. You know, send it to me again." And it's huh. it's a concern we worry about. Yeah. I mean. There are still first and second world countries where being part of us is not really good for you. So that's very understandable. Um, good evening, Reverend. I, I see how it is. He, 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 he just, you guys saw that, right? Yeah. Bye, Tony. He put his face Bye, in the Tony. Camera. Bye, Tony. <laughs> 
I couldn't uh, see you. I had to put my glasses on. I couldn't see you guys. So, uh, gentlemen, this is this is uh, the great Reverend Father Tony, who is uh, the spiritual advisor <laughs> for this this particular podcast. Uh, Tony, these are uh, these are our brothers from the Amity Lodge project that uh, the the smartphone app, you know, on the the this thing that all us kids are always clicking on. Isn't that isn't that where the uh, that's where the haunted house was? Isn't that yeah, Amityville, Amityville, Long Island. Yeah. Well, so uh, so brother Michael's is pie anyway. That's great. Has, uh, well, as the chaplain, has anybody been to your lodge to exercise the demons? I, I am available. If you'd like for me to come by and just, you know, do a little song and dance. and I could use your help. Actually, I just became the chaplain uh, last Thursday. So, yeah, that, 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 that could work out. We could, we could do a dual exorcism, and, and that would be great. <laughs> that, you know, that would be awesome. I, I would love to be able to put that on my resume. It's <laughs> been there, done that. Can John do that for us, though? Like, John can do that, right? Isn't he a grand exorcist somewhere? He's, he's too far away. Yeah, but but John's exorcisms only go like a thousand miles max. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So where is Amity at? Where is no? That? No, it's not. So I called <laughs> it the, the Amity Lodge computer project. <laughs> it's, it's a so it's an app. Think of it like a uh, like a directory for for different jurisdictions and lodges. It's like. Uh, Oh, that's awesome! It's like a ghost lodge. It's not. It's not actually a lodge. I, I I knew I was mistaken when I when I said it the first time. I'm sorry, brother. Where did you come up with the name, though? I curiosity. Yeah, that's, that should have been a early question. <laughs> why why know. Amity instead of you know like uh, like Frat App or something? <coughs> Frat <laughs> App. The Brother <laughs> Box. What? <laughs> Joseph, you want to take that one? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, you know, Amity is, you know, one of the things that, that we're trying to always, you know, discuss in, you know, in, in a Masonic, you know, kind of uh, avenue, you know, Amity is our relation between, you know, the different jurisdictions. So, you know, my jurisdiction is in Amity with this jurisdiction. Uh, so, so that's really what it's about is, you know, bringing people together and it's brought us together on this, uh, you know, on this you know, podcast platform as well. Um, so that's, you know, that's what we're looking for is, is, you know, showing that, you know, that, that brotherly love and it's, you know, kind of similar to how your, uh, your podcast is listed at the top in our media page. Mm-hmm. It is at the top. Yep. <laughs> uh, so is, uh, so is Amity. So <laughs> ah, that's clever, clever. Um, oh, I didn't do a test. If I search for, uh, I meant to do this before we started, but if I search for Freemason here in the uh, good old Google Play Store, yeah, we're gonna have to work on you guys. Oh, you're no, you're still there in the top top results. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, if you you're right below Amity, Illuminati, money and the... power, Illuminati <laughs> history. <laughs> Um, nice. And nice. we are Illuminati. Oh, and then the uh, rituals of the craft degree expose. Would you believe I don't have any of those? <laughs> and then, uh-huh. Amity. 
I really need to get on the ball. But you're above the Scottish Rite app, so there you go. You're you're more recognized <laughs> than the Scottish Rites app. So Amity is not a lodge. No, it's it's an Correct. app. There, there's no meetings. And so all you all you guys are brothers at the same lodge or different lodges or Joseph and lodges. I are members. Yeah, two different lodges in two different jurisdictions. Okay. So what is Amity Lodge then? Is that is no. it like a research lodge? Is it or is it just a, a, a is it like a Facebook for Masons? There, there is no I Amity Lodge. It's, it's actually Amity is a is a repository for all the lodges throughout the world for brothers to find lodges throughout the world. They just search either in a in a jurisdiction or near me or by name, and it'll pull up a lodge that you're searching for in whatever country. That, that, that you might be traveling to. Oh, that's cool. Like, I should come up with an app or something. So, like, because I travel all the time. And that would be cool if y'all had an app with all the Tony, lodges. You're like, like a you're like a child that walks into the middle of a movie. Darth Vader's the bad guy, Daddy. And, and, and you could have, like, a geolocator on their lodges near me. You know, that type of thing. That would Don't go some. in that door. That would be really cool. Have y'all thought about doing <laughs> something along those lines? Or so I'm not yeah, gonna lie, you, you guys. Like I, I tried doing because, like, at my lodge hall, we have like three or four different lodges that meet there, and like my brain was starting to hurt with all the different lodges in the area, just here in Western Pennsylvania, uh, to figure out. Like when each lodge meets without me having to go to the website, log in, and all this, it, it hurt my brain to set up like a a, uh, a Google Maps uh, list and with the with the dates that they meet and et cetera, et cetera. So this is actually what I had been wanting for a long time. Uh, maybe I'll go out and visit more, it's just not after Lodge Lodge because those guys are almost clandy. Almost. I, I still think somebody should, and I mean, you know, I, I don't think anybody will really do it, but I think somebody should come up with uh, a lodge like clandestine lodge number one or, or something like that, you know? <laughs> Cowan's lodge number one, two, three. Oh, the Cowan's Club? Yeah, you know, I'm sure there is one somewhere. I, mm-hmm. I was actually, for a brief period, a member of a, a, a small group who called ourselves Low 12. Ooh. That's. <laughs> Scotty always goes on about uh, you know the murder and treason club as a a lodge social club. So murder and treason only club. Yes, right. Um, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we keep every secret uh, except for murder and treason. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what happens in the murder and treason only club stays in the murder and treason only club. It's basically <laughs> like the grotto. <laughs> you, you have no idea how close that is. You know what the first rule of the Berger, Murder and Treason Club, though, is? Uh-oh. Oh, no, we're allowed to talk about the club, just not what? Not the goings-on within. Let's see. Do you have to say those words together four times? Oh, that hurts. That hurts. So... <laughs> you tell me. So you guys are, are attending the conferences, as you mentioned. Um, you know what? What? Hey, that's us. Yeah. What comes next? Are that's you? Us, um, are you? 
expanding into helping some of the uh, smaller Grand Lodges with some member management efforts, or do you have plans on, I don't know, elbowing elbowing your way into the, the space that uh, some people have carved out a living in of building databases for Grand Lodges? Uh, you know, we don't, we honestly, we don't want to do that stuff. It's, okay. there's so much to do that they're not doing. That's so much fun yeah. that I am more than happy to say, you guys do your job well, do it, right? Be the pros over there. We, we don't want your business. We don't want to put brothers out of business. That's not why we're here. There's a whole world of things when it comes to connecting Masons that is just, it's just too big for us to, to try and steal other people's work. You know why? Right. Well, Especially I when we can partner with them and do do better. Yeah, I wasn't going there so much as just, uh, you know, some smaller Grand Lodges, they, you know, some of those more sophisticated systems are just overkill, but they could probably fly with something like Amity to do, well, I, I don't know what it would be, I'm mostly just talking in the abstract here, but trying to figure out like where you guys are going, what's what's next, is the appendant body stuff you mentioned, the some of the other organizations with the scouts is that is that the general direction we can expect well right now all of our focus has been on masonry and you know what we really want to do is always bring the newest tech to masonry and a lot of times those those member management systems are busy you know servicing the grand lodge and everything that they're making a priority so one of the things that we have coming out soon which is really exciting is we have nfc wearables so we're going to have rings that basically, you know, can have your profile on your ring where you don't even need your phone now. You just walk in, yeah. scan your ring in front of your phone and your profile pops up in real time. And, you know, this is the future. This is technology. Yeah. And, and of course, we plan to, you know, we plan to sell those with, within the app, um, which is mm -hmm. another area of us of, of revenue to keep the lights on like we were talking about. <laughs> but this is bringing new tech and getting people excited about being in the oldest fraternity you know, in the world. So when I was kidding about, about chipping our interdependencies, <laughs> we could really do this. We, we knew you were serious. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally was just looking at a, at a quick access gun safe that comes with one of those rings. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Like would it, let's, let's pretend I do buy that safe and I have that ring. Can I pair it to Amity? If in your, so well, I don't, I don't so, think so. Not yet. We're, we're starting with ours, yeah. uh, but it's it's a similar process. Yeah. All right. You might be able to pair the Amity app with your gun safe. That's that's cool. So that way, your brothers have a have a. Yeah, but if you don't pay your dues, you know, then you can't access the safe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the interesting thing though is there there are a lot of grand lodges out there that would say, "Hey, look, we'd love to welcome a brother into our building, you know, during business hours or whatever." If you're a mason in good standing. Well, they don't know anybody outside their Grand Lodge, but we do. You well, know? it's interesting, too, is that the same group that makes that gun safe, they actually make door locks, like electric door locks, that use the same ring as well. So hmm. you can use that on the door to the lodge to keep out those Clandies and Cowans. Exactly. As so the chaplain of the lodge, <laughs> this is getting really close to, like, being chipped yeah, like, like, like the, the sign of the beast <laughs> Honey, you, you can't just listen that? every five minutes and <laughs> say whatever thought you have 
But if I, if I put it, that's like so I will not be able to buy or sell anything Masonic if I don't have this ring. This is kind of kind of. You think we are? That, didn't you listen to your minister when he told you about what was going to happen when you went over to that lodge? So <laughs> we we did it. This is sorry. I'm still daydreaming about chipping EAs. <laughs> aren't they, they the ones? Aren't they the ones that should be chipping? <laughs> no, because they they run off and they scurry, and you got to oh, no. go hunt them down, and and it would just be helpful if I could, you know, track them. I think chipping master masons on the, on, on your lodge night, you could always say, you could always text them, and say, "Hey, I know you're at home. But we we looked at your geolocator, and we know you're not doing anything. Why are you not at lodge?" <laughs> You could, you could also put in a shocking mechanism in there for the past masters that don't come back. Yeah. Great. See, this is this is how our conversations always devolve, uh, fellas. We we start with something that's uh, interesting, and then somehow it always turns into how can we electrocute our brothers? Because <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, you know, the, you know, the, the, you're, you're not the first to say it, masters- actually. During Lodge, when the master's setting up there, if he needs, if, if a brother's starting to get out of line, he could just look up his chip number and, yeah, buzzing. So instead of gaveling, new gaveling down system is what yeah. that is. Yeah. Suddenly it's a lot easier to find guys to volunteer for the East then instead of the. the <laughs> How will you deal with uh, non payment of dues? Say a brother does get the ring or it does get onto the app what happens if he does pay his dues how, how can you track that well so so we remember, take a one and we change it to a zero <laughs> and then everything stops working yeah but if well, they're going to track masons exactly the the part, right it all comes from the grand lodge it's not our it's not our member status so if you yeah. don't pay the grand lodge what we do is we go to the grand lodge and say you know, hey, is Tony still in good standing? And they say no, and we say, sorry, see you later. All right, so you have a procedure, though, to routinely go through and look at membership right. status. And, and all it's that. just an up or a down. It's, it's, it's just an up or a down about their status. Now, one of the things you do bring up, and, and, and it, everything needs to be permissible, how interesting would it be in the future if you wanted to, let's say you were, you were going to another area on vacation and, and something happened to you. At that moment, if you wanted to share where you were to Masons throughout the world, how interesting would that be to be able to actually reach out to other brothers? You know, when when you're when you're not in that area and you don't know anybody there. I know I certainly, if someone out of the blue put out, you know, uh, an emergency and I knew they were a brother, you know, I think I probably would go out of my way to say, "Hey, I'm I'm five minutes away. Let me well, see what's going you on here." Took an obligation about that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is on. the stuff that's exciting that, you know, doing it the right way and making sure everyone does it with their own permission. We're not the ones who govern that. You guys are the ones who govern exactly how you want to use Amity and how you don't want to use it. I mean, it's, it's, it's features that literally improve masonry. Yeah. Like right. I'm lost and I hear banjos dueling out in the woods and I'm going to go ahead and open up Amity and around here. Yeah, oh, yeah. literally all masons at that banjo music. Yeah, if yeah. you're hearing the banjo music, there's no cell service. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kind of out of. I it don't know. Yeah, you, that you was must Starlink. We'll all have it soon. Have you thought about this? Sounds like a joke, but it's not. 
incorporating something like the Waze app. <laughs> what I mean by that is you have brothers that travel a lot. It would be interesting to see people that logged into the app to, to, to like do a, you know, a, some type of tracking mechanism to show the travels, all the different visits or the travels of a brother between the lives. <laughs> No, I think it well, would we, be, I really well, we do have ways. We do have ways in the app. We'll, we'll start right there. <laughs> and we do have that, um, but not, you know, not the tracking like that of tracking everybody's, you know, everybody's travels afterwards. We have the passport where you could do that and kind of share where you've checked in. But yeah. um, that might That's be a little too creepy. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is so – you guys got a little, little taste of what, what we deal with. Um, these are good ideals. What are you? I'm, 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 I'm on my best behavior because we got visitors. <laughs> the worst I'm just happy part he's wearing is a shirt. Let's lying. be honest. I, I, hey, the reason I wasn't on camera when I first turned it on, I had to go put a shirt on. He opened the app and then he saw faces he didn't recognize, and then thought, "Oh man, I have to go find yeah. clothes. I got to go put clothes on. Otherwise, I'd be laying here." It's a nice thing about. Tony is he never goes shirtless on the first appearance. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one that teaches all of our uh, all of our new members that the uh, Masonic apron is what it means to be properly clothed and whatever else or not else you're wearing doesn't matter. <laughs> um you're so looking at the one guy who would challenge the Tyler about why he's not letting him in the door if he's, you know, naked and wearing an apron. Like, hey, I got well, I mean, it really of... comes down to the cloth seats in the lodge, right? They're going to take the worst beating at that point. <laughs> hey, I got the beat yeah. at the best beating I was at. So. You should see the backside of our uh, white borrowed aprons. It's not pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you, hey, can you imagine the average we don't go there. lodge meeting if the only thing we were all wearing was our aprons? <laughs> I'm not really sure I want to imagine no. that. No, yes. no. <laughs> No, just sometimes sometimes the brotherly love has limits. <laughs> Some things can't be unseen. So I'm what's your bottom line? Schedule another therapy me. appointment for tomorrow. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Uh, what's like your bottom line or your or your your major focus with the app? Just for brothers to be able to communicate more freely with one another. Yeah, and build in the protocol that technically all of our jurisdictions are really supposed to basically coordinate by. You know, that's the whole idea is to help the craft, help their jurisdictions, help Masons uh, in general threefold. We, we take the work out of being a Mason in real life. So now you've got more time to spend on your ritual proficiency and less worrying about where you're supposed you to go. go. I like it. I mean, you know, don't hate us for for letting you have more time for ritual, but yes. <laughs> hey, my ritual was perfect. Now, if I could find a way to uh, to not because you're a past master, That's not right. avoid <laughs> obligations that I have to uh, to my brothers, and and also work on a ritual proficiency app, I would I would go down that road. Something like Duolingo, but for Masonic ritual. Like where you all have like you a know, business you, card or something? I travel all over they, the country. I mean, they, I'm actually in Memphis, Tennessee right now. Do y'all have a You're card holding their literal there? business card in your hand. <laughs> we got a QR code. Uh, just show the brothers you run into the app. I mean, exactly. 
when they ask, just, how did you find our lodge? And then you can be like, oh, I've got Amity. And then tell them how cool it is. And then some other lodge like then knows about it. Is there an easy way to invite you people? Find me, there's my card. There's just, you, you, can, you can scan that. Is there an easy way to invite people to the app? Like, I don't see like a... Like, you don't have a Facebook interface where I can just, like, spam people, so... Thank so you. We, we that, don't yet, and that's, that's been a privacy <laughs> thing, to be honest. That's, that's yeah, why we, we have to complain about, Scott. I know. Can I? We're, we're building a little bit of that into the, the next release. You know, you'll be able to share meetings and stuff like that. So we're, we're starting down that road, but we're trying to be careful about it. Again, to make sure people don't think, you know, we're Facebook and, well, and looking up your shorts every time you open the app. And, I mean, it's, it's hard to... Yeah, I'll be interested to see what what you come up with with that because integrating with Facebook or Google for much of anything is it's hard to maintain your your strict privacy standards and work with mm-hmm. organizations. Okay, so I downloaded the app. I am uh, trying to log on. I put my email address in there. Now, keep in mind, I am slightly below the average age of most Masons. Okay. Um, I'm 57, by the way. Uh, here, here's Don't look the deal. a day over 35. <laughs> here's the deal. I tried to keep my password in, and me being old, I like, and, and Harlan, don't listen to this. I like using the same password for everything I do. <laughs> and so I keep my password in, and it says password, <laughs> and, and I'm moving, I'm trucking along here, and it says my password must be at least 10 characters. That requires me to keep my whole password in and then do the one, two, three. That's this what is why we wouldn't let you be the treasurer anymore, by the way. Yeah, Tony, what uh, what bank do you use and what's your account number? <laughs> um, I'm trying to get logged on to this thing. So. Nobody else would think to use monkey, though. That's uh, <laughs> that is completely random. Well, you know, if you use, use monkey, monkey twice, I, it's actually more than 10 characters. So monkey, monkey works. I use the word password. I, nobody would figure that out with a capital P. Oh, the oh, capital. Well, don't forget the exclamation point at the end. Uh, and if you do the exclamation point twice, you get to 10. <laughs> nah, man, oh, the password was I got to start over. How, how quick is the verification process? In other words, I'm keying everything in. I just consented to your privacy policy and your terms of use, even though I didn't read it. But your brothers. Uh, most commonly told lie in the world. I have read <laughs> and agreed to the terms of the end user license agreement. <laughs> Spoken like a professional. <laughs> I will say this is the only app I've actually read all of the terms and conditions for. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> so so okay. We'll just sit and watch Tony uh, work work through the app. So, so what are your terms and conditions? How would I invite somebody to it? Just tell them to go download it. Yeah, that's the easiest thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, brother to brother. If you have an iPhone, you can you can uh, you can push and hold the app icon and say share the app. Um, that also works too. Mm-hmm. To be okay. honest, I'm sure there's something similar in 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 uh, Android, but I, I'm still learning Android. Sure. Yeah. So I know you guys uh, weren't accepting monetary contributions, but what about like non-monetary things? For instance, if somebody were to want to, I don't know, buy you an ad block in our uh, our Masonic State Journal that goes around and just stick 
Amity there. Is that something that would uh, we we would entertain that thing? absolutely. Look, we're okay. we're like I said, our biggest thing is is just you know letting people know we're out there. Yeah, and uh, you know we we certainly appreciate any assistance anyone is well willing to do. But the first thing that we'll say is you know one of the whole goals of Amity is to let you spend time more time with your brothers, and and that includes mm-hmm. your financial contributions too. So you know if if folks say hey look we're really you know we're really passionate about what you're doing and we want to help share that. You know, I don't see any harm in that. Um, yeah. But at the same time, we want to make sure your first focus is on masonry, and we want to enable that. Yeah. Well, I might uh, might do like a like an end user review or something, and stick that in our in our uh, Masonic Villages journal that goes out to all the members. And because uh, I've got a, it's not a conflict of interest. I guess it's a shared interest. Uh, this could make a lot of things in my life, in particular much simpler at my own lodge. So Harlan, it's not just being inspired by your hard work. It's it's a little bit of (laughs) self-interest here. Like this is, this is uh, solves some problems that I have. What is, you know, you're you're hitting the nail on the head. That's what we want to be. Tony, I'm not going to share your membership ID (laughs) number on the open internet. Like people are watching this right now. Where do I find that at? It's on your dues card. I'll text it to you, but that's uh, yeah, not not here. I think I have a membership card. Well, if you paid your dues, you got your dues card, don't you? So, is there an, a way to like have a friends list on this, where like, for example, I want to watch or like I want to share like my feed of where I've traveled to or what have you. Um, or, or for example, like you guys for wanted to put that, you know, you come to visit the after lodge lodge, um, you checked in here or like four square wood or something like that. So not yet. No, we're going in that direction, but there's, you know, I'll say the, the, um, the amount of stuff that we've got that we can do is not small and we haven't gotten there mm. yet. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I just want to make sure because I've been playing with the app most, of the, you know, most of the conversation, just so I can I, make sure. I texted it to you, Tony. Yeah, um, but I just want you know, like, where would you see this as being complete? Because it doesn't sound like it ever would be complete. <laughs> but like for you to say, you know, like, all right, the app is where we want it. Like, if you were Google, when would it come out of beta? Hi, you know, I mean, so, so I think in, in the near term, what we're excited about um, is we're, we're sort of pivoting the app to say, Hey, how can we really say what's near you? What is the world of masonry? As I said before, what's the world of masonry around you from your perspective? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so when we get there, um, you know, obviously I think the app's in a good position now. I'm really proud of it. I'm, I'm happy with where we are. Um, You know, but, but that, great we've we've got that what's around me and we've got the ability for brothers to communicate with each other to me that's like big phase complete you know harlan what year was i the master i don't remember they're at hey it's not me it's them i don't remember what year i was a master (laughs) do you all Uh, check on that i'm just gonna say a year there we go it was 2010, it 2009, 
2009. Was it That's really? That's the year I was master. Yeah. Good Lord. It was. Uh, Ask Producer Marshall was after you, and then it uh, – yeah, I think I've got the succession after that. So 2009, 11 years ago. It's a very good year. So um, after all this COVID nonsense and everything is all said and done, um, do you guys want to go to like different, like if we can get the invite to different grand lodges, uh, like congreg- like meetings and um, or what do we call them here, Harlan? Gatherings? Communications. I think they're, they're- – you guys were said you were already doing that, at least with some of the conferences and other gatherings. So um, when you said supporting those events, I, I, I don't know why I didn't go here before, but I go to a lot of conferences, um, you know, security tech conferences. Um, it's a more common thing the past five or six years. Every conference has an app now. There's that one company that you, you guys probably know I'm talking about that does there's a conference app for you and which tracks are happening where in the map and all that. Is that the sort of thing you were talking about by supporting them? Or did you just mean like, you know, plugging that this conference is happening? Like no, if we, I would Amity tell me what, what talk is happening at what time at Masonicon? Yep. And that's exactly where okay. we're going. And the reason for awesome. that is, you know, you got to realize that those, those apps that are out there, part of the challenge is they know nothing about you and the craft and what, you know, who you are, where you're from, all this sort of thing. And, you know, for example, talking with, uh, with RJ from Chicago Masonicon, you know, his challenge is like, great. Somebody registers. Well, now I've got PayPal over here. I've got Google sheets over here. I've got, you know, I've got to register for them, for them, for this over here, put their name on the badge list. You know, you end up with five different things you got to do and it could just be one system where people, RSVP and you download a list and off you go, uh, you know, so we feel like, again, we're trying to take the work out of this for everyone. There's yeah. just so much that we spend so much time doing. That's, that's a pain in the ass. RSVPs. That would be, that would be so lovely. Like if yeah. I could do that for like certain dinners or events we do that, that would make me so happy. I, I'd pay for that. If it was, <laughs> well, you're, you're actually about to get it for free in the next version of the app. Right. So, uh, you know, oh, uh, that's, we're, that's so wonderful. When's that projected little, to be live? Uh, give us two weeks max. Oh, in two um, weeks? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you can all you can already go in and see things that you uh, have RCP'd for. Um, you know, if you've done that with with one of the sort of the the, the built in, um, you know, if you've already got a meeting scheduled, you can RCP for it. Um, but we're going to add the ability to send out the meetings and and let people RCP in advance. That's great. You know, so it's I mean, not it a two week like, hey, I, I got a plan for food, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's not two weeks like the money pit, two weeks and then. Yeah. Well, it was really two weeks ago, and then we had a couple emergencies come up that I've been working on. So, hey, that's I'm fair. myself a little space. No, there's no pressure. I mean, I mean, like, like you guys said, I mean, it, it sounds like to me, you guys just want this to be, to, to benefit the craft as a whole. And I think that's pretty, um, I mean, it's pretty a noble cause because I mean, granted we do want to keep, cause I talk to young guys all the time. They're tired of Facebook. They're tired of all this online interaction. They like getting out, going to the lodge, meeting brothers, their own age and older, just, just to talk with them. 
face to face. But at the same time, how we connect has changed entirely. And I think you guys, are, I mean, you guys are trying to evolve the way we are able to do masonry, and that's great. Well, so one of the first things I, I used to always, I mean, I still say it, you know, is working in D.C., I worked in a lot of high-rise buildings, and I guarantee you every single high-rise I worked in, there was another mason that I didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a travesty, still is. How yeah. do you change it? I've run into a few on the elevator in my tower before this COVID stuff. Uh, I think it it is only 15 floors, 15, 16 floors, but I ran into like three or four in the elevator over the course of five years, though. That's how long it took for me to find them. One of them actually happened to be the past master of my lodge. <laughs> well, that, that's more of a commentary on why do past masters vanish into the wilderness. But um, that's – gentlemen, I – yeah, I guess thanks is really the best thing to say. Like, there, <laughs> none of this is is simple, but it, it could be done. But what you guys have done, it's it's not so much the technology that's impressive, and I, I guess you know that. Like, it it's what you've been able to do with it. Like the the scale of of just putting this all together is that's so much more than snapping some react code together in a mobile app. Like it's the, the intensity of, of getting, figuring out how these grand lodges work together, getting that data together, how to do it in a way that you're, you're not monetizing our, our brother's information. There, there's just a lot to this that like I've worked in, in this industry. So I've got a, 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 a unique level of reverence that I've developed in the past two hours that we've been talking and just about like, wow. Sounds like getting into the left yeah. part of the program where we talk about how great and thanks. And I'll, before we get to that point, I do have a question uh, for you all. Uh, you all develop apps. And all that. I've been having trouble with my iPad display screen. <laughs> one of you all that could help me with that uh, uh the transparency of it like if i when i close out an app i can still see the app through the next app that i have on can is that something you can help with i, I would start with a restart and then make sure that your ipad is is running the latest version uh it I've may done. be that you're a few a few operating systems behind that that sounds like an i uh, a mac user there Definitely. So you, you, should talk, you should talk to Sir John over in our Slack channel. But it works. Um, he can give <laughs> you some advice on what to do. Uh, John never made it back. Uh, all I got from him was a Slack message about uh, uh, computer is, uh, we'll put a beeping noise here, fixing ellipses. And then, uh, you know what? I, I'm offline tonight. And so I get the impression he wasn't kidding about the uh, the old Irish IT routine. I guess the computer <laughs> won. <laughs> no, you know. I, I think the computer lost, but then so did John. Um, they both lost. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you, guys are, you guys are really cool. I'm glad I got to get on here and meet you guys. It's uh, uh, no, a pleasure to meet you, brother. Can you all say where you're located at? They, they, we already talked about. Sure, yeah. yeah. I think you said Washington D.C., right? Well, that's where my lodge is. I actually don't have a home, uh, so I, I live in Airbnbs for for professionally. So, okay. 
I, I am presently in New Jersey, but tomorrow morning I'm wheels up for Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, wow. Ooh, oh. I'm yes. presently on the Upper East Side of Manhattan and uh, working tomorrow morning in Harlem. Wow. What about the, the young kid-looking guy? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Uh, I am a New York man as well, but I live in New Jersey. Okay, cool. One of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I go where the jobs are, you know? Yep. Yeah. I know that feeling. Um, except I, I just, I don't like living in New York. Um, so I, I fly a lot. <laughs> I know the feeling. Although I got to yeah. tell you, it's, it's been a lot of fun uh, because, you know, I love to travel. So I've sort of, it's, th- this has allowed me to, to move my travel around to Masonic stuff. Um, I spent uh, I spent January in Iceland, actually, and I mean, wow! Talk about an amazing Masonic experience. If you're ever looking for something like that, you got to go there. So, to really throw my nerd card, um, I've never been to Iceland. I almost went uh, a few years back uh, for a a gamers convention for a uh, video game that I had a little too close of a relationship with. Which one was that, Harlan? Uh, Spreadsheets in space, brother. You know this. Um, um, opposite of Adam online. Yeah. No, I, uh, I had a little bit of an Eve problem till till four or five years ago. So much so that I was socking away money to go to the, the annual players convention that they have. And it's in Iceland. And uh, I, I was actually looking forward to trying to meet some brothers up there. Trip fell through because... Well, I had to rearrange some priorities uh, and had a kid. If if you guys yep. know how that how that goes, I know all too well. <laughs> Suddenly, your video game addiction and uh, the travels that go with it, and all of your hopes and dreams kind of well, they go away and they get dumped into college funds. And yeah, on the bright side, you had some money saved up for the kids. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, sitting there waiting on her to get a scholarship so I can yeah. spend it on something else. Eventually, <laughs> they grow up and go away too. So. <laughs> just to give you a little heads up about that. <laughs> you know, I've heard that. Still go. Um, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little ways away from that. My, my oldest is six. So I've got, uh, got some time yet. Mine, Anytime- mine, I just had the pleasure of initiating this, uh, this past year, oh. actually. Oh, my I, oldest. I really, it was, it was really cool. I dream of that. Uh, I, my, my younger child is my son and I, uh, I, I have like long, distant, ill-formed, misty dreams of of that day. So far off, but yeah. And he, I'm hoping he doesn't turn into one of those kids that just wants nothing to do with the whole thing, and <laughs> I spend my whole life waiting on him to to ask, and he never does. But he loves it right now. Going to going to my lodge is like one of his favorite things. Like he he acts like he owns the place, man. He's he's in there playing with the setting malls or the Ashlers, hopping up in the master's chair like he's big stuff. He uh, lives it up. Before we we'll remember uh, that. Before we go any further, too, anytime we have multiple guests on the show, we always like to play a little game. And oh what we'll do is I I will name some different names, like I, who who each one of you all remind me of, and you oh. all have to figure out which one of you is which. Okay. okay. The first one, the first one is George Clooney. The second one <laughs> is Ferris Bueller, and then the third one is uh, Ed Bundy 
from married with children. So you <laughs> all decide who you, which one of you all you think is quit. I'm sorry, Michael. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know who. I don't, I don't know who you you may have met, but I, I for some reason, and I don't see it, but I've gotten George Clooney a lot. So yeah. Go Did I mention I sell shoes? No, you're, you're George Clooney. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. So now it's between Ed Bundy and Ferris Bueller. Well, judging by his his kid look, I'm, I'm willing to guess Ferris that was my guess. Joseph. Yeah. And like oh, I said, I, I I played football, and I like to I like to sell shoes, so it's okay. But oh, well, you got the Ed Bundy going on. Yeah. It's okay. I only knew what one of those were. So yeah. Wait, at least it wasn't. Movie. At least it wasn't Ted Bundy that you said. Yeah. If, if y'all haven't guessed it yet, Marlon and That's Scotty Bruce. and Bruce—they're all like the professional, the Masons in the suit that you know everybody expects to meet. I don't know. I can't tell. I've never seen Bruce. Scotty. Well, that's because he's Ted Bundy. Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm kind of like the irreverent. Weird guy, so that, like that's the Unabomber. The I'm the yeah. He's the literal Hank Hill, just so yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like Hank Hill. Propane and propane accessories. That's me. It, it truly is. We all just made a list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know, <laughs> people to kill lists like. Uh, you know. It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> That's that's probably where John went. He's uh he's plotting our demise. I, I, who knows what we said? Oh, I because I opened up before we even started the show, ragging on the York right. I normally give him like twenty minutes before I start doing that. So we've got a uh, Austin trouble. We've got a, a Scottish York right rivalry that runs pretty thick on the show. Um, so Sir John and I like to give each other a hard way to go. Oh, let let me give you all a little. Uh, advice as brother masons if you are a member of the york ride and you have reached the uh, rank of knight templar do not put on your white tunic right now with the big red cross and go out and, and go try to join the protest I, I, no i did that uh, <laughs> no. i did that i went up we have some friends of ours uh on, on some fairs that we do. Yeah, I'm not going to the fairgrounds. I heard that story, Tony. I'm not definitely not happening. <laughs> oh, you heard that story? Yeah, you were just talking about it on one of the last podcasts. Oh, yeah. So yeah, don't wear your Knight Templar. Yeah, no. That, that, I seen them over this past weekend, and I still had to convince them that I am not the Grand Wizard. So. <laughs> Because I, I, mean, I, I look so, like somebody that would be the Grand Wizards. I mean, if you were out with these guys, like up in New York, people might obviously think that was a joke. Like, surely there's something else. But living here in Western West Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, it's an easy mistake for someone to make. Especially with the accent. <laughs> I'm just going to keep all my comments to myself on this one. Uh, or, or, or just wait until uh, – see, Tony, if you'd let me wrap up the show, you could have you could have had much more fun with this amount of small talk when we're not broadcasting to the world. They're north of that Mason-Dixon line. All right. Uh, but, gentlemen, thanks thanks again. Bruce, you've been awful quiet. You're not uh, – Have I? Yeah. Sorry. We have intelligent guests on. Well, I don't know if you wanted to add anything. 
add anything before we wind down this uh, official after lodge banter and uh, crack out the whiskey glasses? No, sir. Carry it away. All right. I was not told that I should have brought a whiskey glass. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I ran out of beer a while back. Well, if you actually come visit us at Lodge, we'll. I mean, uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening to episode 254 <laughs> of the After Lodge podcast. Thanks again to uh, to our brothers from the Amity Project uh, for coming and hanging out with us, telling us a little about what you're doing. Um, I, you guys can probably expect to hear some more about Amity or from these guys in the future. Um, now that we've all been brought a little more up to speed, you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with, is it still just me? Are you guys still too cool for IRC? At uh, irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And of course, the best place to find us is. Right here on our weekly YouTube stream, I think this live stream thing is going to be a it's going to be a thing. Wednesday nights, eight o'clock. We'll see you next time. Y'all take care. Cheers. See ya.